0: I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about dating an adoptee. Somebody who's been adopted and being in a relationship with somebody who's been adopted. We have done a couple of videos on it in the past. Uh, One of them was called There's a Hole in My Heart. Right. And uh, Margaret wanted to do a little bit more info on it. Now, Margaret has had... A lot of experience with adoptees and working in that field. So if you have a situation where you're dating somebody who's been adopted, I highly recommend you do a coaching with Margaret. Of course, you can get a coaching with her on my website, AskCraig.net. You just click on Margaret at the top, and you can get a coaching with me there as well. So Margaret, what do we have on loving someone who's been adopted?
1: Well, you'd be surprised how many cases come up. Yep. Um, where someone is loving an adoptee and finding it difficult because they have their own flavor of avoidance mm-hmm. okay and never never, never would I say to write somebody off because you know they they are adopted, but it can be somewhat challenging to get close with them and this i 'm going to read you something by a man named Neil Rosenthal who 's a licensed marriage and family therapist, and himself an adoptee. Okay. And in this article, he shares a letter that he received and how he responded to the letter.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is going to be really helpful yep. to think about if you've dated somebody who was adopted. Okay, you really got to pay attention to understanding yes. them. It's yes. very
1: challenging. All right. So the letter goes, Dear Neil, I have been with my boyfriend for two years. We just broke up because he is adopted and he has issues loving someone. I don't know what to say to him to convince him that I love him and that I'm not going anywhere. I couldn't care less that he's adopted, but he can't get over it. Any advice you can give me. Okay? Um, And I'll just immediately respond to that. There's nothing she can say to him, but it's more likely she can show him by being reliably there for him. Yeah. at a distance he can handle.
0: I mean, if, if your parents give you up for adoption, it's very hard to believe that your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or wife isn't going to abandon you.
1: Absolutely right. right. And it's a lifelong struggle for adoptees. They can, however, get beyond it, but it takes a lot of work. Yeah. And the letter is signed, unsure of what to do. And Neil replies by saying, dear unsure... I am someone who grew up adopted and can speculate on how your boyfriend may be feeling. Very likely, he has fears of abandonment, rejection of not being good enough, and of not feeling worthy of a love relationship. Because just as Craig just said, if your own mother didn't love you, why would anybody else?
0: How about anger, Margaret?
1: Well, that's that's a major issue, and I'll, I'll get there. Okay. Okay. Um, These emotions are not related to you or your relationship with him. And as a result, there is nothing you can say or do that will take his fears away from him. You can, however, remain patient with him while he works through his issues, if he's willing to get help Mm -hmm. and if he's willing to do the work. And as Craig points out, some of that will involve a whole lot of anger at mom for giving him up, at the fates for making this happen to him, um, just at the whole world. And who blames the adoptee? It's not their fault. They didn't ask to be born. They go all through that process of being born, and then the woman they expected is not there for them. Yeah. Okay?
0: Very hard to trust anybody else.
1: Absolutely. And Um, who could blame them? Yeah, that's right. But in terms of where does the adoptee begin, for one thing, there are enormous resources on the computer. Um, If you look up adoptees, being an adoptee, there's there's stuff written on it, there are groups, there are support groups, there's all kinds of stuff. And if somebody isn't ready to go to therapy right away, that's certainly a place that they can start, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you don't trust anybody, why would you be in a hurry to go to a therapist? You know, yeah. it's extremely difficult. So, I'm saying if somebody's not ready for that, simply direct them to begin to look on the c- computer or look on the computer with them for some resources they can find. Yeah. Okay? Um, here's what your boyfriend can do first, he can mourn the loss of his birth mother and the relationship and the bond that he imagines he would have had with her had he not been given up for adoption. So the grief, the mourning, is the first step. Okay, why did this happen to me? And most children blame themselves. I wasn't cute enough. I was a bad baby and cried all the time. Kids tend to blame themselves. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that's very sad. And he will still have to do the work on his adoption, even if he had a great relationship with his adoptive parents. Because we are talking about losing a more primal, in-utero bond than, that is at the core of his feelings that he isn't worthy of love. Or his birth mother would never have parted with him in the first place. Okay? So, if my own mother didn't love me, how can I be lovable? How possibly can anybody love me? And adoptees can struggle with this question for a lifetime. Okay. And they're going to take, if they want, want to resolve it and are ready to work on it, it's going to have to be done in small steps. Okay? Yep. Second, he has to take control of his emotions and his behavior. A good relationship can turn into a nightmare because of out-of-control responses from an intimate partner. An author named Nancy Verrier, V E R. R-I-E-R, who has written some great stuff on adoption. Nancy Verrier, in her book, The Primal Wound, Mm. says that when such feelings overwhelm us, we must ask ourselves if if our responses and our feelings are appropriate to the situation mm-hmm. or out of proportion to what is going on. Yep. For example, if your girlfriend doesn't show up on time, does it mean she's abandoned you? Yeah. Yep. Five minutes late can feel like the end of the world. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. If we think that our reactions might be too intense for the situation at hand, we have to acknowledge our feelings. But respond to the situation because other people do not have to accept our childish reactions and behaviors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? So, no, they don't. No, they don't.
0: They don't have to tolerate right? those behaviors.
1: Third, he has to overcome his fear of what might happen. Adoptees will That's say. That's huge. Yes, it is. Let me say it again.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, third, he has to overcome his fear of what might happen happen. We call that anxiety, right? Adoptees will say, I can't allow myself to get close to anyone because I might be rejected, says Ms. Verrier. Mm -hmm. He must confront and defeat this fear because it's rooted, rooted not in what's happening now, but rather in what potential dangers he might have to face. Okay, so Mm -hmm. it's not real, it hasn't happened yet.
0: Yeah, um, the thoughts in his mind, yeah, or their mind, yeah,
1: right. One of the risks we have to take if we are to become healthy and whole is the risk of being open and vulnerable to another. So it's very hard for an adoptee to risk any relationship, any close relationship, any loving relationship is a risk, yeah, you know, you always face the possibility of losing that person. Mm-hmm. But when you think about the, the couple, and I think they're young, um, who we're talking about here, um, is if you don't know, if you don't try it, you'll never know. And if you don't try it, you'll never get the relationship that you want.
0: Okay? Yep. Yep. Um, lastly... You have to think about what you're missing out on if, exactly. you don't, if you don't try and...
1: Absolutely. You're protecting yourself, but you're also not living life to the fullest. Yeah. Lastly... He has to overcome his feelings of inner shame by working on and improving his self-acceptance, self-worth, and Mm self-esteem. This is no simple task. It will take discipline, willpower, and focus to look at what he has, what he offers, and how he's good enough, and why he's worthy of a healthy, sustained love relationship. So you see everything that's in the way. The a disappointment, lot. A the lot. expectation of being abandoned, yeah. But you got to take a chance in life sometimes. One final thing. You may love your boyfriend, but if your boyfriend is unwilling to love you and unwilling to do his own psychotherapy, then he isn't good for you. And you might want to think about finding someone who can and will love you back. So we're not going to write off any adoptees, but we're going to be realistic about how they really have to deal with it. And the great American myth is that adoption is a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing because it keeps children from being kicked around in the foster care system. But is it ever the same as growing up with your own family? Even when it's really good, it's never the same the wound is there. The sadness is all there. And I'm glad Craig remembered that we talked about this once once before and talked about always having a hole in your heart. Okay? And while that won't go away, it can improve enough that you can have a healthy relationship. And as our friend Susan Johnson says, nothing is as healing as having a healthy attachment in adulthood. Okay? Yep. But I often have to remind partners of avoidant people that at some point, if it becomes emotionally abusive, then you have to say no. Okay?
0: Yeah. You, you don't want to stay if it's emotionally abusive and the person isn't going to get help, right. because the relationship will just get worse and worse. And exactly, you'll just be hurt, and they'll hurt you, and they'll hurt themselves. And it's just it won't be a good. But because for the them.
1: relationship is fragile, people don't know that it's okay to do that. And oftentimes, the adoptee is healthy enough that if you say something's got to change here, and this isn't fair to either me or you. Um they, they will hear you. It isn't an instant they will withdraw if you say anything. Okay? Because mm-hmm. they don't want to hurt you. Okay. Okay?
0: Heavy stuff. Yeah. I- yeah. And, and we know that not a lot of people will be dating somebody that's adopted, but for those of you that are in that kind of situation, it will be helpful to have this kind of material and know that Margaret is a great resource and I would... Definitely suggest do a coaching with her if your partner was adopted.
1: Well, people are hearing you, Craig, because I'm getting more and more calls about this. And I'm very glad, and I hope it's helpful. Yep. And we want to see you make it. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Um, So, of course, if you want to get our help personally, you just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, and I do Skype. As I said, Margaret is available for Skype coaching.
1: If you feel that I can be
0: helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret,